everything in business is a gamble. People generally buy people. It's genius! We want an education What you're thinking, can you get the buy-in? You're listening to Forest FM, a salon business show with hosts Zoe Below Springer and Killian Vigna. For your industry, by your industry. On last week's episode of Forest FM, we were joined once again by Stephanie Fox to talk about leadership and what staff want from their salon. Stephanie had given a very similar talk at Uplift by Forest, uh, where she compared motivation and leadership. What's the difference and which one does your team need to hit a goal? So we were questioning, right, is, is motivating your team sustainable enough to weather through a storm or can you lead your team through it or should you lead your team through it, I suppose? And aside from that, how much motivation can you give before it becomes too demanding. So as she mentioned, there's been a shift from the age of motivating to leading. To lead is to uh, take someone by the hand, help them while they move forward, bring them to their next step. And from a survey she conducted, 91% of 20,000 stylists and students said they want their manager to be their friend and give performance feedback. Essentially, they want a relationship with their manager. Uh, They want trust, mutual respect, communication, connection. So how can you deliver? Well, there's two components, right? There's willpower and waypower. And we all know what willpower is. um, But now the question is, what's waypower? And waypower is the extent to which your team sees a way to shape the future. It's putting the tools in their hands to achieve that, which sets us up really nicely for this episode. So before we actually jump straight into talking about the link between Stephanie Fox's episode and this episode, I just wanted to give our guest a bit of an introduction. It's someone that we've been chasing around for quite a while now, uh, especially given the fact that he's on his third year with Forrest. But who is he? Well, when you think of all the cool stuff that we've just released in 2020, things like the online store, the updated roster screens, you just have to think of Killian because he's certainly thinking of you and the new features you want to see next in your salon software. So being a product leader doesn't just mean coming up with the new feature ideas and leading a team of highly skilled individuals. There's so much more involved and you've probably already spoken with them without knowing in some of our forest user groups. So whether that's from our client focus groups or research sessions, or our beta calls. So finally, without further ado, welcome to the show for the first time in three years and probably our biggest episode to date, <laughs> Killian Maloney, welcome. Thanks very much. Thanks Thanks for that introduction. Um, thanks for joining not a, us. Not a pressure there. <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all. No pressure at all. You'll, you'll, you'll nail it. You'll be a pro. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, Killian's been chasing me down for quite some time and up until now I've been able to... Uh, to kind of uh, stay away, but uh, he got me eventually. <laughs> to be fair, he's great at dodging the bullet, but yeah, yeah, this time, I think, to be fair, like, this is probably the right episode for you because we've already said, like, you're the man behind so many features that we released in 2020. Like, in fact, a lot of people would refer to 2020 as, or think of 2020 as the year of COVID. We actually refer to it as the year of killing <laughs> Because it's just the go-to name that we've always gone to for every single thing pretty much in the last year. So Killian, you've been the driving force behind many of our biggest releases, um, most which were pretty much done on an insanely short timeline. But what would you say from everything you've released last year, 2020 alone, what would you say was your biggest achievement? Um, yeah, it's it's funny. I'm... I'm yeah, there's been a few things that I, I've been involved in, but obviously 
the product and engineering teams that we have and the team in Forest are just amazing to work with. So a lot of the time I just lean on people to to help me out and, um, you know, pull a lot of that stuff together. But often maybe from, from your side in particular, Gillian, you hear me the most, but there's a lot of other people behind that stuff. So uh, it's very much, uh, very much not just, just me, but um, I guess on reflection in 2020, um, the year that it was, it was a, it was a long year. Um, and I guess I kind of worked on two things that definitely stand out and, and they're, they're both very different. Um, one is, may not sound like the most exciting feature in the world, um, it's the staff rosters. Um, but we built that and uh, we knew that the, the rosters we had needed to be refreshed. Um, so we did that. But what I really liked about it was it was the first time I got an opportunity to build something from the very, very start with salons, talking to salons from the very, very start of this. Mm. Um, and the feature itself is is really cool. Like we built very salon specific stuff, like just making sure that people can see if maybe somebody in the same type of role um, are working or have the same day off. That's something that's very salon specific and we wanted to address that. So we built in little filters just to point that out. We made it very colorful, very um, very easy to read and stuff. So um, that was great. But from my side, I learned so much about how a salon operates. Like they have to use a roster on a daily, weekly basis. But the yeah. more I spoke to salons, the more I learned about like staff management, the management of the salon, you know, making sure that if these if, if staff aren't rostered, then that can have a big effect on everything else to do with the salon and the running of the salon. Uh, and having those conversations and having conversations actually away from the solution itself was really refreshing. And it gave me a chance to learn a lot about the the, the industry and 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 the salon and the people that use it. Um, but having said that, I guess my my biggest achievement or the thing I'm I kind of reflect best on from 2020 was probably the, as you mentioned, the top of this, the, the online store, the e-commerce. Um, and the reason that was is because it was around this time last year, uh, COVID hit. And I remember we kind of, as a company, got together and we pretty much said, right, here's our roadmap that we had for, that we'd planned for 2020. Take it uh, and put it to the side. We have two new initiatives. And the initiatives <laughs> were, uh, one was to help salons while they're closed and to help salons while they're open. So that was our only focus, was just to help the salons. Um, so the e-commerce and the, the online store was was very much part of the helping them while they were closed. So I, I remember just getting, like, we got salons on a Zoom call. There was about 25 of us on a call, and we just started asking questions and just brainstorming as quickly as we could. Um, but what was really nice about that, the, the principles and the processes that we have as a product and a, and a company in Forest is making sure that we write, ask the right questions relevant to our salons. And what was really nice about this was because that was ingrained in us, it complemented the velocity that we had to go at to deliver this feature. We knew we had to build something really, really quickly. And we just asked straight away questions like, if you did have an e-com shop today, what would you do? And straight away, the most common theme that we got from the e-com was um, salons wanted to communicate with their clients to make sure that they know that there's products that they can sell that's right for them not to go off and buy cheap alternatives and, and maybe do damage to your hair or skin or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that completely changed the way we thought about the e-com store. It wasn't like we're trying to build a new Amazon or the same as Amazon or Shopify or anything like that. It's like we're trying to build a store that salons can use to connect with their clients. That was the big thing. Um, so I, 
it's probably uh, probably a no-brainer that Ecom was probably one of the most uh, the highlights of 2020 for me for sure. Would you say it was the the, the most yeah. rewarding one? Um, given that you've been working on staff performance for the last couple of months as well, um, you, like we mentioned, staff rosters, ecom, staff performance. Like in terms of how it's impacted the salons and how close you are with the salon uh, owners themselves with, through you know the beta testing and the groups and stuff. Would you? Which one would you say felt the most rewarding? I suppose to release. Uh. That's tricky. I guess I, I answered the online store from a perspective of 2020. I'll, uh, I'll put staff performance into 2021. <laughs> um, but uh, the e store, I think it was just because um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot in it. Like COVID was a tricky time for everybody. And yeah. it was nice for me from a perspective that it kept me really busy when the world around me was changing. So it was kind of nice to be able to get up and have a focus of delivering something for people who, who needed it. So that was, that was really rewarding. Um, and then just to see like people emailed us um, very shortly after we released the e-com store and said like that they were able to pay rent or, you know, that they needed that money and that they got it from the e-com store and stuff. And like, when you hear that, like you build something really quickly and rushed and, you know, you have a, you have a team of people that we're all trying to make really quick decisions for the right reason, but they can conflict. And you're trying to get this out and then you see that stuff come in, it does make it worthwhile. Um, so definitely it was a highlight, but maybe on the staff performance side, I think it's it's a little bit different because it wasn't at such a high pace. So we were able to take our learnings from all the stuff we've done before, even from COVID mm-hmm. and, and really just start to kind of um, address the problems that we needed to solve. So it was a kind of a little bit different, but um, yeah, so I'd... I'd I'd very much say staff performance is 2021 and a highlight for that at the moment. And then 2020 was e so, yeah. Do you, with the, um, the online store, because when you're, you're so heavily involved in it from the ground up, the research, research stage right through to beta and releasing it. But then do you almost kind of park the project and move on to a new one yourself? Like, are you always looking on new features or would you still be quite involved in the online store? I suppose kind of what I'm getting at is what feature would you like to have spent more time on? Because I assume you don't just keep adding stuff to your list. You do kind of have to move past projects away, right? Uh, yeah, you, you do definitely. Like we, we have a, we have or had a small product team where we're, we're getting a, we're getting more people on, onto the team quite soon. Um, and that, that, that that's, I guess, one thing is that, you know, I did start the, the e-com project. I was one of the, one of the, the people on the team. Um, but naturally enough, I've had to go on to features like staff performance. Um, the e-commerce one is maybe a little bit of an outlier because of the COVID thing. So obviously, as I said, at the start of the, of the year, we had a particular roadmap that I knew what I was going to be working on. Then I got e-commerce and we built it just for that situation. But then because we built it and we were able to build something that was sustainable, we kind of knew that this was something we were going to continue and actually create a, a completely new product for. But with that comes, you know, having to actually build a team around that to deliver this. Um, so, yes, um, I would have loved to spend more of 2020, the latter part of it, on e-commerce, but we had to get our current, our old roadmap back on track because there were quite important things that we had to get to. Um, and, you know, if another product manager takes uh, e-commerce, it'll be great, right? Because then I could be on something else or whatever. Um, but all the all the learnings and all the opportunities and everything we learned from e-com, everybody knows it. Like 
you you guys have heard us talk about it a million times. Ronan knows it. You know, it's it's just instilled us in a, in a business. So anybody could come in and probably be like, "This is what Salons want from an e-com store now," because we just we lived it for a year, right? Yeah. yeah. So Dan Killian, what is it you're actually working on at the moment? What have we brought you on uh, the show for today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess the, the staff performance, as, we, as we've mentioned, right? Um, yeah. So staff performance is probably the the project I've been working the most on over the last couple of months. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know, this is a feature that we're just about to release, and this is going to be uh, in the Forest Go mobile app. So we were the mobile team in Forest, and we uh, we decided to build a feature that would allow um, staff members in the salon to track their KPIs, their, their numbers that are, that are important for their performance in the salon. Yeah, so that's what, that's what I've been mainly working on. So that was actually one of the most requested features ever, wasn't it, in user voice? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it was had a, I think four hundred around four hundred requests. Mm. Um, so it's it's funny actually. Like there's no one path to why you should build a product. Lots of stuff comes into why we should build it. And yeah. you know, I mentioned the rosters at the start. So when we when we started to talk about rosters at the first part of you know, when we started doing our initial research into it, all the main problems surfaced very quickly. Like they needed a new view, they needed to manage holidays, et cetera, et cetera. But as we started to solve that with our kind of, what well, we have like these kind of closed groups of betas or whatever users, beta users, they, mm-hmm. you know, those problems started to kind of dissolve because we solved them. So then very much towards the latter part of the roster project, we started hearing things about reporting. You know, I need my staff to get reports. I need, I need to print out reports for my staff. And it kept leading us to the roster, you know, it kept coming up in the rosters talk, but I didn't really want to solve it in the rosters because it would make it just too complicated. It was a different problem. Yeah. So then from there, we kind of said, right, there is something around staff performance. And obviously, user voice had said 400 plus requests. We yeah. had known salons who were using third parties. And we wanted to make sure that we got rid of that. Um, so we took those, what we knew, and we just kind of sent out some surveys and, and, and got a little bit more, um, more data on it just to kind of see, is this something that's, that's worth building? So in terms of like how it's built right now, because it's built into the Forest Go app, right? Um, how like what's the what's the benefit for for salon owners? Like what um, what are they seeing as the the first kind of reason they're going to use this and for their team? Yeah, like there's 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 quite a few things. Uh, one of the main things is that so yeah, there's, there's a few things. So one of yeah, so one <laughs> of the main things is that um, it's which one to start with, I guess, is the is the most important thing, but. Um, at the moment, we have a reporting system in Forest, um, so you can generate reports as an owner or a manager. Um, but from at a staff level, having to go and request those numbers when you wanted to see it was was quite tedious, and then the manager would have to go f- find that find those specific numbers for you and, and get them for you. Whereas for us, what we want to do is build something, and and this was the this was the key thing that we had to decide very early. If we're building mm-hmm. this in Forest Go for staff, then we kind of almost have to break the mold of this being a reporting thing, even though the data would be similar, we want to make sure that we build this for the staff, that the staff are going to get use out of this. Because yeah. we often talk in, in Forest in particular around um, problems and outcomes. So if we talk about the solution, we start talking about reporting and because that's their numbers that we're working off, but that's not what we wanted to do. We wanted to say, right, let's say we have something. What happens after this? And when yeah. the feature is released, what we want is to see if the staff will come in and check their numbers. And if they can check those numbers, can they compare those numbers to numbers that had 
like can they compare it to last week, last month, last year, and see if they're doing better. And that's where it really benefits the actual owner of the salon. Because our theory is if, well, if you're doing better than what you were last year and staff can regularly check these numbers, um, then hopefully the business, the salon business will do better. Um, the second important thing is around this concept of like one-to-ones and peer reviews. This is huge in salons. So like we spoke to oh, maybe 30 or 40 salons and the big thing was that the numbers were the starting point of a lot of these conversations, right? Um, but the, the thing that we discovered very early was that nearly all the time the staff were surprised about their numbers because they weren't tracking them. Sometimes it was good. They were like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think I was doing that well on services, but actually I am. But more often than not, they were surprised if they thought they were doing actually better than what they were. You kind so, of dread what? going into a one-to-one not knowing what your numbers were <laughs> as well, wouldn't you? Like, well, could you imagine once a month going into a meeting to discuss numbers that you have no idea about? That's te- well, that's taunt- daunting. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's definitely the thing, right? Uh, especially like you know, and this this is this is the the real nice thing about the, the project, like uh, that we worked on, is that like we learned about this stuff and we learned that like you know, people coming in and and, and these numbers were so important, and there was actually kind of an emotional side to this as well. But if we could eliminate the surprise aspect of it beforehand by giving them this, this information, it's not a report. It just tells you the numbers that you need to know. And then when you go into your one-to-one and your peer review, at least then you can, your conversation is a lot more constructive. So it's very kind of, you, you, know, you know what you want to talk about. And then they're shifting the conversation rather than understanding why those numbers are bad. It's more around yeah. the conversation of how we can make these numbers better. Um, and I think that's where like the owners, the owners will see big benefit is, is, is like those conversations will hopefully be easier. Yeah, 100 percent. And while we're on the topic, I mean, um, could you give us a, just a bit of an insight into what those performance metrics are that staff can actually access now through the staff performance feature? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, we, we started off with like there was there's loads of numbers that salons track. Um, as a business Um, and what we wanted to make sure was to surface the right ones for the staff member to make sure that they can improve their performance. So uh, very early on, we were able to kind of find a common denominator because, you know, we're in lots of different regions and lots of different verticals and stuff. So we had to kind of find a common denominator for this at the start. And there were three things that kind of surfaced very quickly, services, products and clients. That was mm-hmm. the key thing. So if we could get those three numbers on a screen, get them tested, and then see what the next iteration of each of those numbers would be. So total revenue for your services, total revenue for your products, and total clients were the key things. And then if you break them down, you get like uh, rebooking rates, um, percentage of average average services and average products. And um, I think there's another one that's, that's skipped my mind, but they're, they're generally <laughs> the numbers out there. So I think it's about... It is about eight or nine numbers there now and tips are in the US at the moment as well so that's that's an important one as well. So for all our keen listeners there now you're starting to realize the segue between Stephanie Fox's episode and this episode where she <laughs> discussed uh, being a leader you there's willpower and there's way power and with the way power it's about showing or giving your staff the tools to be able to see their own future. Well, this is exactly what Killian and his team has done here. They've created staff performance 
on Forest Godel literally puts what are what we there's a couple of the total amount of services and series performed, total amount of, amounts of units and products sold, client visits by noon returning, the number of clients with future appointments, and the averages of service and retail. Like for a staff member to be able to physically see that on their phone, log in at any time of the day, twenty four seven to check that, it's almost like it. I don't know. You haven't gamified it yet, have you? But it's kind of <laughs> like when you've got the red and the green. So it tells you, right, you're up this week or you're low this week. And you need to push another product here or there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, look, there's, there's, there's loads and loads of, of opportunity. Uh, as, as I said, it, like even with staff rosters or the e-com, the same staff performance and any other features that you see that like out there, like our email editors or our, our pay stuff and all that. Like what we want to do is make sure that First of all, are these the right numbers and are people engaging with it? Um, and the gamification side of it and, and, and improving those numbers is definitely an opportunity for us to look at. The comparison one where the, the red and green is actually quite important because uh, we heard from a number of salons and it was kind of something that we kind of kept feeding back to the team as much as we possibly could was numbers and numbers until they're compared to something and then they become valuable. So yeah, yeah. unless like by us just showing the numbers, that was fine. It was good. You could see the numbers, but if you can compare those numbers to something, that's then when it starts to become a little bit more powerful. And that's where the, and it's funny that the red green, most salons that worked off this guy who are kind of used to tracking metrics and stuff. That's what they kept saying to us. Just tell us red green, just tell us if it's on or off, tell us if it's on or off. <laughs> and um, like it, it was, it was amazing to, to, to see that, that kind of come true. And like our feedback form is telling us that they, they, they love that feature. So it's, it, it's brilliant. It's something I, I could have potentially just, not seen if I didn't hear it in that kind of way from the salons um, while we spoke to them. Do you expect to add more metrics or more numbers onto that list or do you think probably right now is a good number? It's it's a tricky one, right? Um, and I, first of all, I'd never say never. Like, you know, you, <laughs> there's definitely feedback coming back at the moment that there are other numbers that um, people would like to see. Um, there's a few things. Obviously, it's a mobile device at the moment that it's in. And, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that I keep it, you know, as succinct as possible and it, does, it doesn't get too busy. But at the end of the day, if there's numbers that are really important to our staff, we have to take them into account. So, um, like, we have a feedback form in this feature. Um, so, you know, um, and that's been, that's been getting, like, loads and loads of um, input recently. Um, and there's there's loads of opportunities for us to take this feature and to take this I wouldn't even say feature this 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 product or this this problem domain right because I could add more and more numbers but do we want to take it maybe a step further and actually ask a question about how could we improve these numbers right because that to me is more valuable like you, I can give you another number but like actually is there an opportunity for us to improve the numbers that we have and see what mm -hmm. we can do there um, but what I need to do is first of all um, and this might be a good opportunity to you know, encourage everybody to, to use this feature. <laughs> um, but obviously the more people that use it and the more people that engage with it, then this is I can your say, sales well, pitch like, now, Killian. Yeah, yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> um, but it's definitely then for, for us, then we can say, well, you know, salons engage with this. It's making a positive impact. Well, then is there, what, what, what other problem can we solve? So I, don't, I wouldn't focus too much on the numbers right now. It's what, what's the next problem that we can solve that we can really help our, our, our salons, help their business. Yeah. 
Yeah. So concretely, how does it work for, um, you know, for setting it up for a salon owner who takes it on and decides to use it for their staff? Um, is it accessible for multi-locations? Like, is, like, how do you give staff access? How much access do you give them? Like, can you, can you just give us a bit of insight into that? Yeah, sure. No, no, no problem. Yeah, it's, it's a very simple feature to, to set up and to use. So that, that's the most important thing. So if you're an owner and you want to, um, you know, you want to control if this feature is on or off on your, on the staff device, the mobile device, you can go into the forest settings and there's going to be a forest go tab there and you can just switch the feature on and off if you'd like. Um, then if you want to control the level of access to this feature. So at the moment, what we have is we have an access level where like you control all your accesses in, in the access level. We have a new one for staff performance. Um, and where I see people probably switching that off, for example, is maybe there are people in particular, maybe like front of house or, or somebody who's part of the, the salon who won't be tracking these numbers and they just don't want to see it. And you can just switch it off for them if, if you'd like to. Um, but other than that, you can just um, control it by your access level, control it by your main switch, and then everybody should be able to use it. Um, no problems. That's brilliant. Killian, what I really want to know is this feature released just there a couple of days ago. Am I right in saying pretty much last yep. week? Um, it's gone to all regions, right? So, yeah, it's well, it's starting to roll out now. Um, um, we're going to be rolling out to all regions um, over the yep. next week or so. Cool. Now, the reason I'm asking is because it was the most requested feature. It was like 400 requests, as always already said, and 96% of those said it would add value to their team. I know we're only kind of in the rollout stages, but from the beta, is it safe to say the feature has kind of provided value to those 96 people or is there still so much more to learn about it? We like, want how's all it the stories. So far? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's um, it looking so far? So, yeah. So actually one one point just on, on Zoe's question as well, actually just around the multi-branch that I forgot to mention. If there is a, if there's somebody who works in a multi-branch location and they can, um, and they work across both branches, um, we've catered for that. So there's actually a setting in the Forest Go um, staff performance section where you can switch multi-location on and off. So it'll just combine the numbers if you work across multiple uh, multiple branches, or you can just look at an individual as well. So that was just one thing I, I forgot in the, the last question. Um, so we have a feedback form in, in, in it. There's about 100 salons that have it kind of live at the moment, and that's obviously increasing from, from today on. Uh, we have on average a 4.7 rating out of 5 star rating. So salons who've actually, or, or users who've actually submitted requests um, that, that's the average, which is which is really, really high. Um, and it's brilliant for us. Um, the engagement has been over three or three to five times a week, which is which is really, really impressive. Um, now, keeping in mind that like salons are in and out of lockdowns and, uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's, it's a bit difficult, but um, but we can clearly see that that people are using this and uh, we're getting loads of positive feedback. Um, so we're getting loads of positive comments and obviously suggestions as well, which is like uh, really, really important because for us, um, we look at these, this feedback every single morning as a team. Like we have a stand up every morning, any new comments or any new ratings that come in, it's the first thing we speak about. Um, because at the end of the day, if, if these numbers aren't uh, going the way we want them and if people aren't giving the right comments or they're, they're, they're saying they don't like this feature, then we've done something wrong and that's like really, really important. So we can't continue on into, onto anything else until we know that this is correct. But luckily, yeah. um, the feedback that we've been getting has been has been really positive. People just say they love it. Comparisons are getting um, a lot of feedback saying that they love using the comparisons. Um, it's 
it's really it's really flexible the the comparisons like you can just compare uh, this day to whatever day you want last year or this week to any time last week or whatever or you know a week in the past or whatever and the mm-hmm. reason we built it that way was because 2020 is going to be such a different year for stats so we want to make it as flexible that you can you don't have to just rely on like comparing these numbers to this time last year because that won't really give you much information so. have have you had anyone actually in any of those calls or research stage that said they wouldn't use a feature like this or that said they wouldn't like want their staff to know these numbers? Um, not massively, but I'm, but there has been, there has been a few conversations where we've had to explain the benefit of it and mm-hmm. to make sure that the benefits that we're providing outweighs maybe some of the concerns and the concerns are, are, are fairly, um, fairly reasonable, you know, like, um, this is going to be in Forest and some people um, may may not use Forest But like, what's really important there is you can just switch on SAP performance um, and switch everything else uh, else off in the access levels, and you'll you'll pretty much just see um, the staff calling themselves. They can't see anything, and then they're just going to staff performance to see the numbers. So you can, if there's reservations around that, um, you know, first of all, reach out to any of your anybody in Forest to, to for more information on that. Um, just reduce uh, all the um, access levels if you don't want anybody to access anything else and uh, and then it's only staff performance. So I think it wasn't the feature itself, it was maybe some of the other things that they had concerns about. Um, so yeah, I think that overall it's it, like a lot of these numbers, they know themselves anyway or they, they get it themselves anyway. So yeah. I don't think there's too much concern there. It's just more around maybe access to something else that they, they might have a little bit of reservations on. Is there anything you would recommend for someone that is just kind of on that borderline of, oh, I'm still not sure if I want my team knowing that? Like, what, what would you kind of say to ease that hesitance, I suppose? Yeah, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess I, I'm, I'm not sure. I guess like when we did have those conversations, like we did say, we kind of asked what the concerns were. And, you know, it was... <laughs> It never, it wasn't a mass amount about the numbers. Um, so my thing would be, because you can control this by access level, maybe just mm-hmm. give it to maybe a particular um, staff in your in your salon yeah. and, and test it out with them first and see what it's like there and then maybe gradually introduce it into the in, into your business. Because it's it's quite, if you're not used to tracking these numbers, it is quite a, a, a new way of working, really, really beneficial way. And what I would say is like, don't, don't just ex- accept that you have a new feature that you have to like use this straight away and see the benefits of it straight away. That's, you know, that's, that's not really what we'd expect. What we'd expect is that you'd definitely reach out to us in Forest, um, be it your growth advisor or business advisors and, you know, speak to them or somebody in support and they can definitely speak you through, speak to you about any of those concerns and, and, and make sure that um, any of those questions that you have um, that we can be answered. As well as that, any of those conversations that we've had, um, we've tried to put them into the app. So any kind of like frequently asked questions and stuff, we've tried to um, put them in the app so that when you do go into the feature itself for the first time, you can read through these and kind of get a little bit more of an understanding of of what these numbers are and where they're coming from and, and, and why it exists. And what about then for someone that does want to get set up on this? Is it available to all plans or how is this working? Um, yeah, so just in, in the US and uh, Canada, um, the starter packages won't have this. Um, so they'll have to um, speak to their business advisors 
on it because it's, it's not on that package. But for every other package and every other region, this will be, um, will be included in all packages, yeah. Perfect. Well, Killian, I'm so excited to see all the feedback rolling out from not only just the beta, but like obviously the, the official launch. I'm sure you're very excited to see that too. Um, it's been brilliant to have you on the show. Uh, we are down to the part where we ask you a, a mystery question, our thought starter <laughs> of the week. So um, here it goes. Just think big. Think big. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you were to pick something at random out of all the lists, I'm sure of many, uh, many salon owners wish lists of feature, uh, features to develop, what would you love to see Forest work on in the next year or so? Basically, if you were to give this task for some other product manager to deal with, <laughs> what would you like it's to see? It's, it's a lot easier, uh, <laughs> not easier to give that, that, that question and answer it. <laughs> um, let me think um. 2020 was the year consumers changed their habits supporting local and buying online online purchases increased by 50% social media influenced 55% of those decisions and 70% said they'd buy online again so this begs the question how well did your salon adapt? the good news is Forest now has an online health score calculator in less than five minutes, you can get your own bespoke report with tips on how to improve your online marketing, social media, online reputation, and salon website. Take the assessment today at forest.com slash online hyphen health hyphen score. Yeah, I think to be fair, the staff performance stuff for me, um, <laughs> it's probably just because I'm, I've, I've been so, uh, so involved in it over the last couple of, couple of months. But like I said, stepping away from the numbers itself uh, and actually I, I, I would love to build out a way, I would love to set a goal for myself and the team to see how we could improve those numbers. Mm-hmm. And like when you talk about thinking big, there's loads of opportunities here to, you know, we have an e-commerce solution. Forest is an, an integrated system. So we have an e-commerce solution, we have a marketing suite um, and we have like some really, really good engineers and designers out there Um I think if we could just focus on how we can make numbers, those numbers improve for the staff, I won't give away any of my thoughts or ideas on it because uh, <laughs> people, people, people will uh, probably, probably say I'm stealing some of theirs on the team. But there are some amazing things, some amazing ideas in there that I think that if we, once we get to, we'll, uh, it'll be very, very impressive. So it's a stay tuned on the staff performance side, not so much the feature, but the bigger picture of yeah. staff performance. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, in, in, in general, just, you know, um, we, focus, uh, we focus a lot of our energy and we're going to fo- continue focusing a lot of our product energy on the owner of, of, of the salon and making sure that they can run their business. But if we can help them with staff and how the staff perform and how the staff interact with the software, um, that's, that's going to be a very exciting area. So hopefully we get there soon. Brilliant. Looking forward to seeing what you come up with in the next few Absolutely. months. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Killian, Listen. thank you so much for uh, joining yeah. us on the show. It's been absolutely fantastic. And uh, if anyone has any questions, you know, don't hesitate. You can reach out to your business advisors or salon success managers if you're in the, in North America. And uh, yeah, thanks so much once again, Killian. Thanks, no, thanks. Killian. It's really, really enjoyable. Not as scary as I thought. So uh, thanks for that. <laughs> no Cheers, worries. Cheers, folks.
For all the information on upcoming webinars that we have and now available on demand webinars that we have, you can check out today's transcript um, that you can find in the show notes, or you could also head over to force.com forward slash FM, where you can also subscribe to the show's email newsletter and get all the updates and guest downloadable content delivered straight to your inbox on Wednesdays. As always, if you want to share your thoughts on Forest FM or this episode specifically, you can send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, stay safe and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z, Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments. Forest FM, the Salon Owners Podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Get your clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.